Welcome to the Avanti Woman Podcast. With each episode, each conversation, we aim to empower, connect, and build women to move forward, feel confident, and thrive in healthcare, finance, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. We're glad you're here. Hello to all the amazing women tuning in. Nairi and Sarah here with the Avanti Woman, and welcome to our podcast. Today's episode is the fourth in a series featuring female entrepreneurs and their success stories from different walks of life. Very excited and honored to have with us today, zooming in all the way from Germany, may I say, an extraordinary force of nature, Renaissance woman, an entrepreneur, artist, Andrea Thiel. Good morning, Andrea. How are you? Or good evening from where you are. Hi, good morning. I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) We are so happy to have you, Andrea. Welcome. We're so happy to have you, Andrea. I just want to say a couple of things about you. I don't know too much, but from whatever I know, you are just amazing. So Andrea was born in Munich, right? You studied mass communications at the University of Miami and after which you enrolled in University of Film and Television in Munich. Then you got your master's degree, right? In uh, your master's degree in documentary film and TV journalism. And you directed the docu-comedy, You Drive Me Crazy, which was screened at numerous festivals all over the world. Jesus, wow. And then it was shortlisted for the German Lola Award. So. What is the Lola Award? It's like, tell us, like, if we were to compare that to the United like States. The Academy Award, I would say. Jesus. It's like oh the my German goodness. Academy Award. I know, I was like really honored to be on that list. Yeah. Bravo. That, that's Bravo. amazing. That's amazing. And then, since then, you've been creating and directing documentary series for German broadcasters, so many of them. And my favorite. You collaborated on NGO film projects in Haiti, Nepal, Kenya, and the US. I mean, that's a woman after my own heart, you know, when it comes to these humanitarian endeavors. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrea. Um, from, From the beginning to where you are today, did you ever fall into the whole corporate life working for, you know, companies? And then how did you give birth to this extraordinary woman entrepreneur who's you're 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 making history you're you're doing so many amazing things and i can't wait you know to hear about it wow thank you so much well well you know how did i give birth to this woman you know i don't even know you know but it's um to start well you know actually i started out and i was a fashion model So I started out as a fashion model when, and I was like, it started like when I was like 14 or 15 or something. And that got me um, traveling the world. So that opened a lot of doors, right? It was like also like a not, not an easy time, seriously, because it was like, you know, there's all this pressure that you have being a model and actually also being a teenager, you know, and having these problems also sometimes with your own body image that reinforced that. Um, So looking back, I see there was a lot of positive because it opened doors and made me travel, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when I also then became like an artist and filmmaker. Um, And I saw like photographers, you know, really good photographers at their work, right? Right. So I see that. So that was very valuable. 
But in, in terms of like being a woman in that industry, it really did also a lot of damage. I, yeah. And, and I, it like kind of like I had to undo a lot of the damage that was done, you know, and it took me almost like probably through my documentary filmmaking, through all these experiences, through going out and seeing life and 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 all that. So until I like 10 years that I came home back to me and mm. I started feeling who I was actually, that was just the start. Like, who am I as a woman really not defined by my beauty? Wow. Right? So that was that was in your mid-20s that you really came yeah. back to that and started thinking, who am I as a woman? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, wow. exactly. And, and what that a transformation. Like, I mean, I'm fascinated. You you got me hooked on on the transformation. I mean, like, tell, I, I want to hear all about, you know, what you discovered about yourself and what you want to transfer. And, and like Nadi said, who you became, how did you make the transition into this career? Well, you know, so that that was the thing, you know, we because I I felt like um, that we just get pushed into these roles, mm -hmm. into these these female roles that we're supposed to play, and it was also like being a fashion model. Everybody said, "My God, you're so lucky," and then I and and you repeat that because you get chosen, and and it also it feels like okay, you know, it's like good for your ego, you know, of course. Mm -hmm a little bit you like that I like that you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. but also at the same time I'm like it's not that great actually so it's like the life wasn't that fabulous and you know it had like a lot of things that weren't that that great at all and so so but but everybody thought it should be the greatest thing on the planet and then to and then I just had to decide at some point that this didn't do me any good anymore and I had to really like drop out of that and like make a decision and and really pivot um and then and then become like from that i became a documentary filmmaker but i gave up a lot of like um yeah like it's a completely different lifestyle but i love that because i really wanted to go outside you know in the world and like see what life is really about you know and not just sit in fancy cars and and villas and and be bored also a little bit sometimes <laughs> that's that's amazing andrea so basically you know you really in a way you were blessed to have been given that opportunity to see that life in the fashion and everywhere it took you in the world but then i guess you just tuned in into your true voice deep deep in your gut and there was so much more there and yeah. you were so brave to say I'm done. I'm really going to follow this voice and I'm going to do something big with my life that really, really touches lives and makes, you know, a difference. That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It that's is amazing. amazing. Uh, tell us how you took that leap of faith into an industry that is um, predominantly male dominated. How did you, um, you took that leap of faith, you jumped in, you discovered, you know, you or you discovered what you liked, and then you took that leap of faith. Tell us about what you were thinking, how you did that. Well, you know, I mean, first of all, I was like in my mid twenties. Then you just like don't think so much. You like, yeah. often, <laughs> right? <laughs> just That's like, true. It's like it's a, it's, true. it's a great thing. You kind of lose a little bit when you get as you get older. Um, but also, I always really. Um, listened to my intuition mm -hmm. and and that was like there was that voice that was telling me that 
to go for that and just try it out. And, and I was also really ambitious mm-hmm. and I really wanted to do that. And um, so I just like, I, get, I got accepted to that school and that was like, it wasn't easy to get into that school. They get like, like I think a thousand people apply and they only take 10. So, oh, wow. Which school is this, um, Andrea? That's the, that's the University of, of Film and Television in Munich. It's wow. like, it was really okay. small. It's, it's very small. So to be chosen, then I was like, well, I must do that, right? It would be crazy right. not to do that, mm-hmm. right? And right. so and so it started that journey. And, and, and it was like, I think, yeah, it was like one of the best decisions that I have made. Um, but of course, you know, as, as every decision, it's not always easy, right? You, 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 you embark on this journey and, and it looks all like pink. And then in the middle, you're like, huh, <laughs> yeah. like different yeah. than what I thought, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And I just like grew into that. And it, it like, I, I was really, I really had like a really blessed life with great opportunities so far, I have to say, that, that left me like the room to explore a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to talk about, um, I want to hear you talk about, you've done so many films, so many documentary movies, but um, one of your main focus areas is women empowerment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mainly to make women aware of deeply ingrained gender roles that don't serve them anymore. And so you support women entrepreneurs in finding their voice and telling their unique story. I know you have a huge gig that you've started recently, and I'm just so enamored by it. So tell us a little bit about this. How did you pivot and shift into using your influence to give a voice for those women to those women who don't have a voice? Yeah, so that came about, I always like thought somehow that um, I should do something because I, I, I didn't want to have children and I knew this pretty early on. And, but I saw there was a lot of struggle for women uh, in different cultures because I was traveling to, um, to ha- make that choice. And, and the women who made that choice, they were still seen as something as less than. And as I, you know, the more I reached, like came to my forties, I felt that kind of like that, 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 that judgment towards me um, also growing. And even in like countries like Germany, even wow. in the you know, so it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I was like in, in uh, Morocco or somewhere or right. like you know, where you would maybe think that. No. Yeah. That's very right. surprising, actually. Very yeah. surprising. Yeah. Westernized I, modern countries. And you still felt that. And I still, because it's like, you know, we have, you know, we have like made a lot of um, advances and, and we have come like a far, like, like far, but in our head often, we're not yeah. that far. You know, it's still like womanhood is like motherhood, right? So these two things are so intertwined that it's really hard to kind of like have one without the other. And and so for women who don't have kids, I felt like I should make a film about this and I should like Mm -hmm. talk about this. And and the funny or the funny thing or something that that then hit me was that I I kind of came up against my own paradigm. So to say that sometimes in like more conservative environments, I felt my voice shrink. I felt, Mm. you know, myself pulling back, even though I wanted to talk about it, even though I wanted to show up as that woman, I saw myself like not saying anything, kind of like, you know, kind of like trying to not talk about this, even if if I wanted to make a film, then I'm like, I would change the subject. 
And I'm like, wow, this is that powerful because I could feel that. Mm. I know other women have that as well. And yeah. so wow. I, started, I started going out and talked to other German women, mm -hmm. right? American women. And they're like, oh yeah, I, oh yeah, oh totally. No, I feel that too. I feel you, sister. I'm like, wow, nobody, why don't we talk about this more? You know, yeah. why is that so? And it's like the most, it's like so much in front of our eyes, yet we don't talk about these things sometimes, you know? And yeah. so that's 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 when I knew, that's when I knew I had to do more about this and also like my newest passion also create, you know, give women a voice and 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 teach them how to tell their story and how to dig for the story that they actually want to tell. Mm -hmm. um, I love that, Andrea. I've been actually following you on your Facebook master class sessions ah, that you give. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's actually getting a lot of traction. And mm -hmm. um, what a phenomenal way to actually help women um, to teach them, you know, how to use their voice and speak and tell their stories. Tell us, tell us, yes, stories are the most important way to, to, to share information and to teach. Tell us how you started that and, you know, how you, you chose that specific subject matter, matter of your story matters. Yeah, your story matters. Well, it's like, yes, it's our greatest tool and asset, right, that we have to connect with people and also to get a message across. And it's like in, the, in, 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 in crafting your story, what you do, you also, first of all, dig deep into yourself and also kind of rediscover something in yourself. And I do this work a lot, you know, for my TV shows or in my documentaries, but also for with myself. When I craft a film, like I'm doing that film right now, I have to really reach very deep into myself and ask myself these questions. And this is great work to do that. So I, I felt like I'm like, wow, this is something, first of all, I enjoy and I want to pass on and give other women the opportunity to do this as well. And then to actually really see what stories come up. What is the what is what is really inside of women? Because a lot we have so much to give and so much to share. And yeah. often we are just holding back. We're holding back our voices because we think um it our story doesn't matter or my story doesn't matter or somebody else is telling it better than me or or maybe maybe i shouldn't speak up you know mm -hmm, so right. these are these paradigms you know that are still there and i think the more women speak up and really really um yeah share their their story um the way they would share that and then there's always like that you have one story and then there's always another story behind that story that actually mm. is calling you you know, to be shared and to bring that out because that is so liberating. Mm -hmm. Once you once you break through that and you're out there, it's just like, you know, it's just like you create a, an effect that other women can do this as well, you know? Absolutely. And it's not, it's not about becoming famous or something. It's just like becoming like maybe of influence so other women can see, wow, she's doing this, so I should do this. And so it's exactly. like a collective thing, you know? So that's that, that's that. And that's, yeah. I love that. Um, so amidst your career, this path, tell us, has there been any moments that, you know, it was very difficult, you had a lot of challenges, and sometimes you even questioned, what am I doing? Can I really continue this? You know, I'm, I'm mostly talking about the entrepreneurial world. It's not an easy world, you know, you have to have very thick skin, and you have to have that, that vigor, that courage, that that's something je ne sais pas quoi that's going to push you forward always. So 
Tell us about challenges and how you overcame them. And what's your message out there to female entrepreneurs? Well, I think the biggest the biggest um, struggle that we have is like the inner villain, usually, right? Mm. That is like, I mean, yes, there's also outside struggles a lot, but the inner doubt, the inner voice that tells you maybe you're not good enough for that, maybe you can't do this, that that is the one that you really have to calm and kind of like master, mm-hmm. I think, the most. So right. once you learn to not be so emotional sometimes about things and even be or let the emotion be the emotion but don't necessarily always listen to that and just know that this is like an, an, a part of you that will like and, and especially your brain may be telling you don't do that but actually if you if you like really listen and you're like no but this is really what i'm curious about and really i want to do that then just go do it anyway Right. But there it's like that takes practice. And that is something that I have been I've been holding myself back um, a lot. And also what I've been doing, um, I've been like waiting for the perfect moment and and kind of like practicing certain things or, or, or like rewriting scripts to like at museum, you know, kind of like way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and instead of just like putting it out there and it could just keep moving and just like just like do it and then see what comes back because often you're so surprised what comes back is so much better than what you thought it would be you know so right. true. yeah I, I think yeah. that that's a wealth of knowledge and and experience that you just shared with with us I mean I heard you talking talking about you know that self-doubt and not to do that and to find that inside of you to continue and to to also just put it out there because you're right I mean I've done that maybe 90 you've done that where you're like okay is this good enough but no just put it out there and absolutely and you're surprised with what comes back what what do you and those are great advices for for ladies. Um, any other advice on, you know, how do you overcome that? And and I think you touched upon it, Andrea, where you say you find that inner, you know, you reflect and you find that inner strength. But any other advice on how you get over that and how do you find the strength to do the advice and that you just shared with us? How do you do that? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's good to become like a really good observer of your thoughts. Mm. That's, that's so meditation is something mm-hmm. that I started and I started to do a lot of like Joe Dispenza work also. Oh my God. I love him by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Is he great? Yeah. So that is just like, you know, so you can just like, you see things differently. You change like a shift in perspective is also good. Mm-hmm. That's also like, you know, just remember sometimes when you think about one thing and you're like in a good mood you think about this way and then the next day you can think about the same thing and then all of, it, all of a sudden looks like this and this right. happens within us and just know that just yeah. notice that you know just notice these things and just become a really good observer to yourself and then just become a bit smarter than yourself sometimes <laughs> yeah that's true and you know it's amazing that from an early age you knew what you wanted to do Like you knew you wanted to be in the arts and the film and, you know, whatnot. And then over time, it it kind of evolved. You evolved and your stories evolved and the stories that you wanted to work with and and display to the world evolved. And now you're, you know, 
all the way to what we're talking about, women and empowering women. Um, I think one of the questions, Sarah, you were trying to ask and I want to ask is, let's talk about, you know, in your entrepreneurial life, you're funding everything, you have to find a budget. I mean, it's not always the arts and the create, creating things, but, you know, there's a whole business component behind it, you know, funding, money and whatnot. How did you confront those difficulties? Because I know as an entrepreneur, there's a lot of times that we say, oh my God, like money's scarce right now. So I have to switch a few things around so I can make ends meet. Tell, tell our audience, tell these women listening in who want to be entrepreneurs or who are entrepreneurs, how did you overcome such challenges, financial challenges in your company? If you had any, any, you, you know, some people yeah. may not have it. Yeah. No, no, for sure. For sure. I, I think it's always like, I, I, I get scared. I have money scares it, mm -hmm. it, and it comes just by, you know, taking on a new project and it's just like bigger than what you thought it would be. You're like, Oh my God, you know, mm -hmm. time is more, you're going to put more time into that. And I think what I kind of like stuck with, um, and that's an advice that was given to me is like, kind of like, keep something you know even if it's like a little like you have a corporate job or you have something but minimize it but keep it so you have at least something that covers the rent mm -hmm. and then pursue your passion you know because it just kind of like makes it a little easier while you switch over into one thing mm -hmm. than to just like go all in even though a lot of people would say just go all in i'm i haven't done that i've always played it a bit safe because otherwise i get too i get too scared and then i can't be creative because then i'm just like i'm just scared right, right. so so these are the things and then just like yeah be mind and, and then see also like there are funds available for artists you know for filmmakers it's like, but it's like also a lot of work to go for that. So it's like the discipline, the research, mm -hmm. the, you know, reaching out, putting it together, make a plan, see where you're going and then implement it. Right. But I think you brought up a very good point because there are, there is advice out there, like you said, where you go, go all in, but then it goes back to what you, the advice you gave of really reflecting on who you are and being smarter yeah. Um, and thinking smarter. And so, and I'm so glad that you brought up what you said. It's okay to have that smaller um, job where you can pay the rent and it gives you that relief so that you can then be creative and, and pursue what you're doing. So I'm so glad that you share that because there is that option. You don't have to go all in. Exactly. And, yeah. and, um, and if you get relief, and allow it gives you that sanity and balance do that as well you know by having that smaller that pays your bills so that's good thank you for sharing that mm -hmm. um what other and just to kind of uh get i hate i hate to get to this point because i'm just uh and i'm amazed by you uh, andrea <laughs> and i think i can speak with you for and listen to you for hours uh, but we don't have hours, unfortunately. Don't but have what hours. Is, uh, but what is that one last piece of advice? If we were to say, what's that one bit, that last bit of advice for a woman who has this dream in her heart and she just doesn't want, she doesn't know how to get started or take that leap of faith. What is that one last advice that you give? Hmm. Well, you do have to get started. You just, you just, you just do, do mini steps, 
and just do like I would always go what what you what you're most afraid of just go there actually mm -hmm. look at that look at that go there because there's something there's something on the other side of that and then just like try to break through that and just 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 if you have that dream you should just like go for that and as I said yeah it's the same thing you don't have to like go all in right, right. so you can just like take a step towards that dream and but it's like so worth it then then not to do that I think it's 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 you will regret that and it's also something if this is really calling you it won't leave you alone it's not that this is going to oh go away. I, I love I that, love that. yes it won't oh that gave me chills actually yeah I like that yeah. if something is calling you it will not leave you alone I love that and I think what you said earlier Andrea is if you have a dream a passion I think, um, and you really, really want to accomplish that. I think we have this internal genius in us. Mm -hmm. We just have to release that. And there's so many ways, so many styles, so many, you know, approaches we can take, you know, work a little bit, like you said, you know, save that money, but then follow your passion. And then eventually your passion will become your life and your livelihood. Right. Right. So that's beautiful. Um, I know, Sarah, you were saying we have it's time to kind of wrap things up. I just wanted to touch on one last thing, because this is this is Sarah knows it's so dear to my heart. Just briefly tell us about your work with all these NGOs in Haiti, yeah. Nepal, Kenya. It's, it's fascinating. I've seen some of those um, documentaries you've done. I think some of them with Michael, right? Michael yeah. Kastenbaum. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. us a little bit about this. Just give us a little gl glimpse to see the eclectic part of you and that humanitarian part of you. Well, you know, I, I have to say I wasn't like such a humanitarian. It was just kind of like a like a, it was like presented to me and I grabbed the opportunity and jumped on a plane to Haiti after the earthquake. And there I was. And then I was there for three months. And then I started doing these videos with Michael Kastenbaum together, who happened to be also there. It kind of like organically, you know, happened. But then I just like really fell in love with that work because it is there's nothing better than that, actually. Yes. So it's it's so rewarding. It's it's so much. And when you see that and when you see the resilience of people, and what people can do, that is amazing. The human potential, seriously. Mm -hmm is really like sometimes we say that it's like limitless but actually in these disaster zones you really see that you really see mm. you get get to the pulse of life and you connect to something that's so much higher mm. than we usually think or it's usually even notice and that is like that makes that that work not like work or like I, I'm, I'm actually I feel blessed to have given the opportunity to 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 be able to do something like this and experience that Right. That's beautiful. That well, beautiful. Andrea Thiel, all the way from Germany, Munich, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your beautiful story with us. Um, I know you have the, the master class that you're teaching. Am I right about your story matters? You can tell our audience how, yeah. how they can they reach you? How can, can they sign up and be part of that? Or if it's yeah, still being can. offered? I'm not sure. Yes, yes, yes. I'm always giving master classes. I will start doing master classes again in October. Okay. And this is on a like a weekly basis, and you can find me on Facebook. There will probably be a link here in the notes, right? Yes, yes. we can put that uh, in absolutely. And then you so, connect with me, and then just sign up. 
and then you can just join me on one of these free masterclasses and see what it's all about well beautiful. I'm, I'm signing up i know that <laughs> beautiful <Yeah>. well thank <laughs> you so much everyone thank you for tuning in this was andrea teal filmmaker entrepreneur visionary um, who believes that the best way to live your life is to be authentic and to tell your story because your story matters. With all that said, please uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, all podcast streaming channels, YouTube. And um, we look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, have a blessed day and take care of each other. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more engagement, you can find us at The Avanti Woman on all social and media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Join our community group on Facebook to chat. Subscribe to our YouTube for our latest videos. You can rate us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for helping us reach even more Avanti women just like you.